All right, Parry Talks, welcome back. Um, thanks for bearing with the Zoom episode so far. I don't think they've been too bad, but I've had a really good time recording them. We're traveling to places that I never thought I would travel, um, being constrained to the gladi. So there are some benefits, as we've already said, to this whole Zoom thing. But um, today we've got a really cool guest on, a guest that I haven't really hit the pocket of so far. And um, in these quarantine times, I don't think there's anyone better to talk about um, life and club music and coronavirus than the one and only Room 2 Radio crew. Um, how you going? <laughs> what an intro! <laughs> before we went <laughs> live, <laughs> before we went live, I was like, oh, like 15 minutes of how am I gonna, how am I gonna do this intro? Oh my god! <laughs> Couldn't break the ice. Um, so yeah, they're a crew and like, unless you've been living under a rock, I reckon these are the boys and girls that have initially, or that have debuted the online club scene in Australia, I think. Um, I just want to talk about straight away because I've heard excellent stories. What was the idea behind the first ever stream? Um, did you have any intention of it going viral um, or people watching it all? Or was it just something that you were doing for your friends? So the the whole idea started. There, there was a fourth member, but he like had to pull out because he wanted to... Sorry, he got a couple of motorbikes <laughs> going by. <laughs> that is brilliant. Um, yeah, no, there was a fourth member, Charlie, and he's a musician and he decided to like um, stop so he could just focus on doing his music. Um, but pretty much on Mardi Gras 2020, um, we all went out and then we came back after like, it was kind of disappointing. It was so crazy. And we were, like for me personally, I was craving just singing um, Like a Prayer by Madonna in like a smoke filled room with rainbow colored lights. <laughs> and then like, that's the image I had for the night. I was like, it's going to be the best night ever. This is all I need to happen. And then went out, didn't get it. And then came back to their house and like, he's a he's got a little studio so he's got two rooms he's got one room which is his bedroom which is like a closet and then he's got another closet next to it which is room two and that's his (laughs) studio so he was out and then someone else in the house was like let's just put on music through all his studio gear and then it turned into a bit of a dance floor and the smoke machine came out and then there was like (laughs) lights and then like a prayer was played and i was like like charlie we've got it like we could actually do this you know like yeah. we just live stream this thing it's room two radio like we we're on the mic the whole night being hey welcome to room two radio <laughs> and like um you know talking about bar tabs and stuff i guess the original idea from there was just to like run a fortnightly um just like show that was you know just someone playing it wasn't supposed to be a nightclub but then the covid reality became real and um like on the Tuesday of the first week that it all started unfolding, I was like, I was like, we have to make this happen. Like we have to do a club show this Friday night. We have to do a test tonight. Like, you know, we have to do this right now. This is the best time to do it. Um, and then we decided, like we literally ran the stream on Tuesday night and that's where it all took off. Like that video got like 25,000 views and then we got written up all throughout the week. Um, and then from there, it was kind of like, yeah, it just it just kind of turned into Sydney's first online nightclub from that. But also the stream that we did, we just did as a test and sent it to our friends. We're like, oh, is the gear working, whatever. And they're like, oh, fuck it, we'll just keep it up. And then, and then it, it became popular. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah I had some pretty, I had some notes saying like, um, 
it was crazy that how much media attention that you got. Like I was sitting because when we work for a label, you try to get as much coverage for an artist as possible. So you spend so much money on like PR campaigns and trying to get so many people on board to try to get coverage at all these blogs and stuff. And I was just refreshing my feed. I think that Wednesday morning and every like, even we covered it at Purple Sneakers, like everyone was going off and like I was messaging was my, so I was messaging was my boss. Yeah. Being like, yeah, I, I, sorry, you go. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, um, yeah, no, you go. No, babe, you go. <laughs> no, I was messaging my boss being like, have they done a full PR spend for Room 2 Radio? Because this is better than we've ever done. I Yeah, yeah I um, I wasn't like part of the thing originally, but I saw like the stream and I messaged Charlie because I, um, I study PR and I was like, you're sitting on a fucking bombshell, right? <laughs> oh, I think we've cut out. I think the audio is cut out. Sorry, we just cut yeah, out there. Just go with? from, go from, as you started speaking, because that's what, like, it cut out once okay, you cool. touched the sorry. microphone. <laughs> I did that. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, like, I study PR, and after I saw, like, the initial stream, I, like, messaged Charlie, and I was, like, you're sitting on a fucking time bomb here. Like, the idea is perfect. You need to do so little to make it go so far. Like, it's, like, brilliant, and it's such a feel-good think piece, like, in a time where everyone's so gutted about everything. And so like, yeah, within 24 hours of me coming on board, it had like, I had like a spreadsheet of like over 20 articles that had been written about us from like Urban List and Concrete Playground and like Time Out and like Time Out Japan and like all this stuff. And I was like, how has this happened? And it was like, just like the biggest, like what moment. It was like this weird, perfect storm between um like everyone wanting good culture news and um but then like there being none and then I feel like room two is a combination of being about music and culture but also about COVID because there was like only bad nudes in arts which I think is why it did well it it was kind of almost embarrassing I was like this is like we're not worthy (laughs) of like this stupid amount of attention and then the other weird thing was that like all things that would write about us are things that like people who follow them wouldn't enjoy what we do more or less yeah. like you yeah. know like urban list i'm like you know you yeah. don't you don't go to yeah. universal on the weekend if yeah, you read exactly. urban list so it was like funny because we got caught up in a lot of hype with that and then i think like oh my god like nightclub and then after two weeks we're like this is not my thing <laughs> and we're like yeah it's not <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and like, yeah there were hit pieces as well which i thought were absolutely hilarious and i don't want to go into too much detail such too much controversy but um, was <laughs> no, it, it was weird really <laughs> on a more sentimental sort of level was it weird being judged off like your first draft publicly when you know you probably didn't have a lot of time to properly think about how you're going to curate it and how you're going to do all that i think the first one actually we didn't get anyone like it was just kind of like it was clearly so diy the quality was so low like it only lasted 20 minutes because we got cut off from copyright like and i think no one actually cared there was like we had one we've had one kind of bad piece of publicity yeah. written about us um well, one it's the same person writing it twice but it's like <laughs> and it's and it's like yeah we're sorry but um like it was clearly that we were, like our reach in the first event was like 40 or 50,000 people so we were kind of very conscious of that and yeah we just wanted to have fun but we didn't really get that much 
like we had people responding to us being like, stop the MCing. Like, <laughs> and like you're going to get that. <laughs> and that was fine. And we just like responded to all the criticism, I guess, just being like, Hey, no worries. Like we'll take that into account. And yeah. I feel that's like- awesome. Well, there was one person who like continued to send us private messages and she was like, all these songs are old. Like, can you play songs from this decade? And I was like, okay. And then um, Joshua Biden was like, oh, actually just giving the DJs free reign like on the music. And she was like, what's rain? And I was like, <laughs> I, just, I cannot with you. From the sky. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, um, I think the, the thing about like the, like any bad media that's been, is just like, there's like a real like, but we're doing a good thing. I think that's what we we still know that it's just like it's a feel good community thing. It's we're all amateurs. Like it's just like a nice kind of joke at the end of the day. So it's just for fun. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think that even though I, from the outside, and I think this is one thing you guys have done really well, is it seems to be like not fully fledged piss take, but it is a lot very humorous and doesn't look very thought out, but like the the inner workings of it are like somewhat quite strategic and quite thought out as well. So I credit yeah, you guys I for think, that. I think the difference, like the important thing that we try to make a difference is that like you can just watch a live stream and it's like you, it's not that interesting. You know, it can be interesting. You can love the music, but that's it. And I guess because we made the outlandish claim of being Sydney's first online nightclub, we wanted to kind of like back it up as well and have some like fun random things like like using the chat room like really emphasizing that emphasizing that it's like fun and yeah i guess that that's the difference is that it's not just a live stream we want to make it interactive and and fun i guess to make people want to like stick around you know yeah and I'll i feel be- like Sorry, it's this again. (laughs) I feel like at the end of the day, like an online nightclub is just like the stupidest shit ever. (laughs) Like it's just like, it's like the most ridiculous situation for this to be an actual feasible thing. And so like, you can't be serious about it because it is just so funny. It's just (laughs) stupid. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, um, and making it interactive like that is so important. I am, there's so much good comedy, but we'll go into it a bit later about the comedy of the chat room and the post and the event because <laughs> I've had so many cracks at it. Um, but <laughs> to be a bit controversial as well, I'm not a fan typically of all the live streams going on right now because I just find it difficult to engage with them. And I feel like just even like your camera angles and even the visuals scrolling across the top and bottom is super interesting in a way that because clubs as spaces are extremely interactive where like you can't be em- empty in a room in a club and just be watching a DJ because it doesn't work like that. It's all about, you know, the person that's standing next to you, um, like the people waiting or people being annoying to the DJ and like that whole environment is so important to what a club is. So I think that it's important to have, you know, figures and people doing stuff a bit beyond like just recording a live stream with a, a visual behind it. Do you know what I mean? Um, another cool idea that I've seen as well, if the Zoom parties are the biggest vibe as well, you can see everyone dancing and videoing as well. So if that's a space that needs to be taken by you guys, please do as well. I think, um, yeah, well, we've had, have you seen the Zooms that we've had? I haven't. So we have the Zoom running at the same time. Oh, I thought so. so and it, like on the first week, like we didn't have one. The second week, someone just made one and there was like 70 people 
on the Zoom. <laughs> also on the stream as well. Like, so it was just 70 people just dancing. Yeah. It was really fun, which added to that. Because then we had the chat room, then we had Twitch, then we had um, the Zoom as well. And like this week, I think I figured out a way how to get the Zoom on the stream as well. So oh my God, that'll epic. be pretty epic. Because then it's also like, you know, I'll try and make it so you can have people sitting around, you know, or dancing around the DJ and stuff like that. The first night that the Zoom was on, I was here with um, our housemates and Liv, who I live with, like, she was just chilling for, and then the Zoom went on and then she, like, fully was just so engaged and couldn't stop dancing and, like, showing off. And it was funny how, like, it made me really think about how um, there's something about being watched or something and that was, yeah. like, changed the interactivity of it all. She, like, was, like, putting on different outfits and she was like, going crazy. And I was like, oh, the Zoom's a vibe, you know? <laughs> Well, I think it's like like you were saying before, because there's so many streams going on at the moment. The thing is, is because we are young and we don't have connections, we're never going to have the best DJs. And so we need to have something that makes us worth coming back to. And the interactive element is that thing. Because like for other clubs, you don't get to chat to other people and you don't get to do that thing. So it's like cool to have like a niche where you're like, I want to go to Rib 2 because then I can actually kind of like hang out with people in a virtual space yeah unreal i should have done this at the start but i think it's nice to do it now that we've set the scene as well um who are you guys individually <laughs> um <laughs> how do you guys know each other like do you have any involvement in the club scene normally or just what do you like club music wise just general intros Okay. <laughs> so I feel like I'm in like uni class and you're gonna do an icebreaker. That's exactly um, what Joss. this is. Yeah, epic. Um I'm Joss. I study it's not who cares. I don't who cares what I study. I like music, I like dancing, I like hanging out with my friends. Um I know Mia and uh, not sorry, not Mia, Nicole and Toby through like like you know everyone just knows like you know those like really tenuous connections of you met that person then that you met that person you're good friends with that person so that's how i know but toby and joss went to bergheim together oh my god stop (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what we met toby was on the booth and i was one of the dancers (laughs) all right nicole um so toby and i live together um and we've been friends for ages and i do like I started curating, so I have like a kind of art-ish background and I also do some radio stuff. And then I just go to, to music events, I guess, like Toby. I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of it. I'm like involved in the scene through like my attendance, I would yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> I have good attendance. Um, my name's Toby. Uh, we're in my workshop currently, so I'm a, I'm a woodworker. Um, and um, yeah, that's where we're streaming from currently. Um, yeah, I, I've been DJing for a while now and like have been, you know, always, if you can't get gigs, you make them, I guess yeah. was what I was doing last year <laughs> and had a few good ones or some good things going on. And, um, but yeah, it's kind of like, I listen to a lot of music. Like, so when I'm working, I have noise cancelling headphones and I'll listen every day for like eight hours a day. And most of those hours will be new music. And then, like how I sort out my music is by my friends, not by the genres. Cause I, I failed for so long to like, <laughs> I'd have so many playlists being like, Oh, this is house music. Okay. This is deep house music. This is, and they'd all be wrong, you know? And then I'd be like, this is techno. And then 
they'd all be like not the right vibe and then yeah. i'd think about my friends and i'd be like oh yeah like nicole would really like this one it's like percussive you know yeah and then like insane. okay amelia really loved this one because it's D B and it's really like it's kind of a better way of of doing it for me beautiful he has like a bunch of playlists on spotify and doesn't tell anyone so you, if you just go onto his account and then there's one for you and you're like oh my god and then it's like 30 songs so you're like wow this is my vibe you know <laughs> and then he also started making them for um like accident likes as as a way of categorizing so i listened to 80s one the other day at work and i was like this is exactly what i want to listen to and what 80 would play so yeah that's, that's the whole dj music for friends situation it's the name oh, i didn't even know that yeah <laughs> it all makes sense the full circle yeah. right, as well circle. Just, just to get you know to get in just to get to know you guys a bit more as well what was the best club night slash party you went to over summer um as that's a tough question but i'll i'll start because i don't think i've said it yet okay. <laughs> um the rimbombo party dj sports and central marrickville by open air the best party i've ever been to in my life Wow, I didn't go to the sports. I went to the Yoshinori one. That was good. Oh, my God. Um, I love Rimbombo. <laughs> yeah. I think, I, actually, mine's oh, probably going to be... Well, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's going to be the maximum joy. And then I went to Boris afterwards and, like, stayed till 6.30. And then Nicole was actually in Paris or something. And I called Nicole oh, yeah. on the way home and, like, chatted until my battery went to so kaput. Yeah, it was a good night. It was like, that was the first time I'd been to Universal when they had the lasers on. And that was yeah. like an eye-opening experience of like, oh, like, this is how you can go to a club now, you know? Like, make a decision, oh, I'll go to a club and it'll be a good time. Um, otherwise, maybe like a grip at um, Two Flies or something like that on, I think it was the 27th. That was pretty epic too. Mm. JP? Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, not to sound like a wanker, but I came back from exchange like in January but um so I went to like quite a few like warehouse parties when I was away <laughs> sorry but I haven't I haven't really been to any here to be fair I've been to Universal a few times but Universal shits me really? I, yeah no, I hate the setup I hate the setup anyway I saw Marcel Detman at this like local warehouse and it was like really small and really nice. fun yeah and it was like really intimate and it was really cool. And that's, I'll stop being awake now. <laughs> that's the biggest flexible. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Um, I was away over summer as well in, in Europe as well. So. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> um, so what did I, I went to Bergen. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, but actually from when we, I saw Bradley's there in Paris, which was really good. And then I also saw him he here. Was good in yeah, he was good at Universal. I didn't like J2G though. I'm trying to think of like a whole experience being really, oh, I went out in London and I saw um, Core Super and Object B2B. And that Insane. was really good at, this, at the Pickle Factory, which is like, kind of feels like a pub, but it's a small club. Anyway, that was fun. And yeah, that was good. Yeah, Object was my, like one of my picks of the summer as well. That was the craziest time of my life, I think. Object? Yeah, in, yeah, at Universal. Were you, were you the one here? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. But did you remember a guy in a hazmat suit? Yes, of course. That no way, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the world's my I world like is just completing. <laughs> that was like that was that was the week before and that was the same thing where it was like, Oh, I should wear a hazmat suit out and then I forgot the hazmat suit and then I was like, 
I have to go home and I have to get it because this is the only time I can wear a hazmat suit now. <laughs> and it's similar to how Room 2 started. I was like, all right, well, we have to do it now. It's the only time it's going to work. <laughs> that is brilliant. Um, <laughs> that is insane. But yeah, I segue back to Room 2 as well. Um, obviously, it didn't, it didn't exist before, this whole craze and that sort of thing. We've already sort of touched on this as well. Um, you've had some really high integrity guests on, you know, from Festa to very good friend of the show, Venus in Holly O'Neill, um, Slim Set Crew as well, and a heap more. Um, it's what's turning into like what could be seen initially as a meme, um, all the way back to a carefully curated online nightclub. And there's obviously a lot more careful presentation in how it is presented now compared to the initial episodes. Um, so in which areas now going forward are you looking to improve the show the most or what are the key focus areas in terms of improving it? So I think like, um, yeah, going forward, well, I, like we haven't really spoken a lot about it. Um, it was kind of like a week off for us, but um, pretty much going forward, like we've bought a heap of gear. Like we've now got HD cameras, which you're probably seeing us on. Um, and yeah. Uh, and we've got like, high-speed mobile broadband and stuff like that and, and a whole bunch of equipment. And I guess going forward from here, like I've been wanting to curate it slightly more, the visual content as well, still have it like, you know, really fun and lots happening at all the time. Um, but I guess I don't see a reality in the next, you know, two or three months at least where there's going to be, nightclubs and bars open where you can go and dance and socialize in that way maybe there'll be restaurants and maybe that'll be the new norm for a while but um i think that it kind of sucks for those venues and it sucks for all the people who play um and are involved so for for me what i'm kind of thinking where we should do is um and i've started talking with people as well is to co like collaborate with other collectives and with venues and take room two to a venue. So imagine like we went to, I don't know, just a Sydney venue like Frida's or something like that. And then um, set up room two there. It's the same setup. And we've got, you know, good DJs as well. And then the whole reach of the place um, goes up a bit more as well. And that then gives us a better opportunity, like an opportunity to get sponsors and to um, monetize it so we can pay the people properly because, you know, we... I remember we, we sent a message to a few like professional DJs and they're like, Hey, sorry, I can't do this because I've lost my income and I can't just start playing online for free. Um, and that was kind of like, that made me really want to get money so that we could pay people properly and they could continue to find a way um, in this kind of time. So I guess that's what I kind of see us doing and, and the kind of curatorship of it. And so, it's like looks it's looks good um it's still fun and it's got good people and cool venues and you know so getting people to send in their own content of um like their time at a club previously i think that'd be cool like thinking of universal or something like that there'd be so many videos that you could flood the stream with of like the lasers and like a full packed room and heaps of energy or like the warehouses i'm thinking about like contacting the warehouses and being like hey um can we do a room two from from there because i think that'd be pretty epic mm. yeah know. that yes you go no that's it <laughs> <laughs> i think like looking back at what we've done as well we've been um curating um 
within the framework of what's possible for us, as Toby kind of mentioned. So like Holly's like a friend and Danny and Deeper are friends and stuff like that. So um, it would be great, yeah, to kind of branch out and be able to engage with people who are a bit more outside of, you know, like we're probably like, if this is our circle, we're like one circle out of that, you know, yeah. but it would be good. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be ideal. So that's, I guess. And also with reaching out to venues as well would be like to ideally like go to a few different ones and give everyone a chance to have a presence for a bit of time because I guess everything's doesn't have anything to share, anything to say about themselves. It, so yeah, that's kind of the idea. Yeah, it it kind of keeps everyone's image alive who hasn't been able to have an image in the last few like months and then um yeah i mean the the reach of it gets up as well because that's been the hardest thing is like talking to companies and being like hey that first week was great like people were sending us stuff but they weren't really sending us money which is obviously hard for companies to do right now but we've been like approaching big companies that probably would be doing well right now being like and who are aligned with the yeah our interests and then saying like hey just we'll put your name up we'll make content for you um but having a consistent um reach and like audience has been hard to and it's been good like we've had like when you think about a club like even last week the max we had was 80 people or 80 devices which could be like it could be up to 200 people it could also be 80 people but still that's like like that's a good club night especially online yeah (laughs) 80 people is a busy night of freeders and freeders is pretty much i think the and like maybe stereotyping your tastes a bit freeders is like our little home where if nothing else is on you can go to freeders and it's safe to go to so if you get 80 people into there and 80 people on a stream it's similar numbers wise i think anyway so that's yeah. yeah and i guess the other thing is like we're we are advertising ourselves as sydney's online nightclub um so i guess then you can have collectives put on nights at, at our nightclub, at our nightclub. Yeah. um and we you know supply the gear we do heaps of like it's not just doing nothing it's not just like okay yeah we'll just slap our slap our name on it no we like do heaps of work still we organize sponsors we organize money we organize djs if they want and like if they want to organize content like we'll put it all through that's kind of and then we still have our own room too like every fortnight or something that way we can you know do some good and like keep culture like or like create a culture in this time and then um and then still have our own fun yeah i um it's it's funny because like we've noticed that obviously there was like a huge like um interest in the beginning because we had like all the media and stuff but now we've got like um a dedicated regular group that always come like we've got people that we always talk to on the stream like there's this guy jason who sent us a message who said that he um he has a disability and so he can't actually go to a normal nightclub so we've like found ourselves in this position which is like super cool that we can provide nightclubs for people who aren't physically able to go to nightclubs usually. And there's like another woman called Hillary who lives in like Cross Harbour. And I think she's like, like around 50 ish and she comes regularly and she tells us and like donates every week, like stupid amounts. We're so grateful to Hillary. And she's like, just always like, you know, I'm usually in bed by nine, but I can't stop going to bed. Like I can't go to bed before two on a club night. And she's like such a sweetheart. And she brought a friend Kaz to the stream last week. And it was like, it's just so cool that we like, yeah, created that kind of space. space. Yeah. Yeah. And you just stole 
I thought I had a really good point brewing in my head about accessibility and how (laughs) online clubs like might stick around for the future um, because of it. Like online clubs are powerful because they reach people that also can't normally go to clubs in Sydney and like living in Sydney. We're so lucky that, you know, like object will come and say, Oh yeah, I'll just walk, like get a bus and we'll go see object or, you know, whoever you want. So there's like a big argument that online clubs might stick around after this, um, whole this whole COVID thing, um, sort of uh, passes all passes over. Um, so I just want to know, like, do you think that online clubs have a sort of space in the Australian club or electronic music circuit after COVID sort of passes on? Yeah, well, in Jason's message to us, he was like, you've inspired me to create my own club um, for people like me. So, and I think definitely, because I, I work in art, um, we're always talking about accessibility, like with every space, it's like always a massive thing. Like with wheelchair accessibility, like we do just like accessibility training, all this stuff, but in music, it's like, oh, like you can't go to Universal because there's two flights of stairs to get up there. Like there's, and then once you're in there, in the you can't, yeah, like it's dangerous. And then also, you know, like if you're epileptic, like there's, or if you have mental disabilities and it's too stressful and, you know, you suffer from claustrophobia or anything. So I think definitely, and I think, um, I guess you ha- already have stuff like boiler room and stuff, which maybe provide that space already. But um, I guess on a smaller scale, there's definitely a possibility to engage people with that. I think the benefit of like running an actual live stream, because I don't think boiler room actually live streams their sets, but they don't, I think they're still relayed. Yeah, because like, I don't know, I was watching the Peggy Goo one the other night and I think it's relayed because then she showed videos of her like dancing to her own live stream from her own house. <laughs> He's failed it. <laughs> she snitched. They, they, like edit it and stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't want to comment on what I don't know. But um, <laughs> I guess the, the thing about having an online nightclub is the connectedness that you get mm-hmm. even without um, proximity. So... I guess, yeah, looking forward, like if it all comes back, like I am would love to put on events just to start off with. And then I'd love to put on events that you also stream out online. Um, and, you know, because you can't replicate, like people, no. people were talking about or asking me, like, how do you manage money with that? And it's like, well, firstly, I'm not too focused on money to start off with. Like, I'm not really a person who <laughs> cares about money very much. <laughs> um, but I guess then... You know, you can't, if you're worried about like, oh, well, there's the venue cost and all that stuff. How are you going to do that? Well, people can't replicate a venue in their own house, but they can do the next best thing. And like, if they want to do that, like they can do that. And that's so fine. And if it's, um, you know, just streaming a random club night that we put on somewhere in the future or a party anywhere, then I think that's definitely something I'd be interested in with the, like, you know, the chat going and like, just yeah. anyone can comment and like, so you mean like streaming an actual party? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like there could be both and at the same time. Have, yeah, and then you also have like if the online presence is big enough, then you can let it make its own little social environment. Um, or you can like try and make ways in which the people at the party can speak to the people online mm-hmm. and then the people online can, you know. And then that's also financial accessibility as well because, I don't know, obviously yeah. parties are expensive, et cetera, but you, the online element could always be free. Yeah. Exactly. That's so interesting. And I think that, I think Louisa from Athletica, it's actually started thinking about this stuff because before this COVID stuff happened, she was like, how do I stream from Tokyo Sing Song? And I was like, oh, that sounds like a task sister. But then I think she pulled it <laughs> off. So I'm not sure. Um, 
just to pause for a second, Evie just messaged me and she goes, how did the Room 2 radio interview go? Um, <laughs> Send her a screenshot. <laughs> so give her, do you want to give a big shout out to Evie Wiley? Hey, Evie. We'll take Hi. Hey, Evie. <laughs> shout out to all my listeners that just got their ears blown off. <laughs> um, yeah, that was like, that was brilliant. Um, now we'll take away, like we'll, we'll end the serious note of our conversation here and try to get a bit silly. Um, what's the most etched thing you've seen posted in the chat or the event or just like some of the most chronic thing you've ever like, seen? I don't think there's actually been like, there's been a few guys in the zoom shirtless doing names. That was, that was like we, and that was the first week. So we didn't even have control of that zoom. So now like everything like it's never that bad actually we've never had anything no. we had like a on the first week someone just posting like you know when you know those times when you like get the space the like an asterisk for example and you do them like a thousand times and then it makes like an image or something yeah. we had someone do that yeah what was it? it was a penis or something yeah. yeah and then we just had to ban them for an hour and they didn't come back but there's never been anything drastically offensive it's, it's just like people being like anyone's selling which is oh, like yeah. <laughs> like it's like kind of funny like i don't know oh, yeah, no, there's been a few that like i just i just took a bump right then it's yeah. like <laughs> it's quite funny yeah and like but i have been like questioning whether we should moderate it and sometimes we do and sometimes we don't it's just like it's in the middle of a trance set at 2 a.m yeah. Like, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly Someone was like, I just took a bum off my mum or something like that. And I was like, vibes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, there's nothing. It's just like drug chat. You know what it's I mean? also probably just not true anyway. So yeah. yeah. Well, Definitely. Um, yeah. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like, yeah, no, there hasn't been anything like, because I've been on the chat for like most nights. Like I'm bartender on the chat, like serving yeah. drinks and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um unveiled but um yeah so i like moderate it and that's kind of like my job to make sure it is a safe space so i have been like but like twitch like um highlights yeah blocks of swear words so like um yeah it does so like i only noticed one time when there was like this girl was like it was like 2 a.m end of the set and she's like cheers guys these dykes have had the best night ever and it was like i mean obviously it was like her reclaiming the word so it was like fine so i like allowed that but it was like there's nothing like that's been etched because yeah. otherwise I would have had to. Yeah. There has been people. Um, the original Zoom makers were like, "Cute boys, get on my Zoom." Do you remember that? They oh were like, kept being yeah. like, "Like we want hot guys on our Zoom." We're like, "What is this?" Like, <laughs> oh yeah, there's like people like when we had dancers in the background, they'd be like, "That guy can get it," or like, yeah. like especially the first week, they'd be like, "Sexy cowboy can get it," and like, or like um pink wig, like oh my god, pink wigs with black turtleneck, crazy, <laughs> like from the rating of the captain. I think that my big claim to fame in the room two radio slash chat slash event was I think in one of the first weeks in the event, I just posted saying like Perry Tritzignotis and then like three other names, like plus one, like put me on the guest list or some shit. Oh yeah. That was really funny. I liked that. And I was just tapping that at home being like, Oh, I'm a, Genius. You're like I'm comedy gold. Yeah. Cause like I, I knew there'd be like Netflix special. Yeah, I knew there'd be like the whole, like, or can I get a vodka rebel and all that sort of yarn? So I try to, yeah, you know, yeah. mix, mix it, it up. up. My dad asked for a mid-strength beer every Friday night. Yeah, I serve him <laughs> regularly. 
Bring Delicious. your own. <laughs> BYO. I think that one of my favorite memes amongst our friends, and I don't know if you guys make the same jokes at the whole, like the two till 10 PM BYO open air secret, secret location party. Don't tell anyone the address. <laughs> <laughs> don't Uber to the address. And like, I think there's no glass. Don't bring glass. Like, <laughs> so good. The less glass at a party the better, the, the better the party is. True. Perfect metric. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, the perfect. And I wrap up all these episodes the same way. And I ask individually, individually, everybody, and I'll ask you guys as well. Um, what are the best boiler room sets in your opinion? Just two or three off the dome, just goat sets slash mixes. It doesn't have to be boiler room. Okay. That, that, Number that one, obviously is Kate Oh my God. I'm you know that, that one that's like just a full, yeah. like, um, movie of content. You know, yeah, no, no, no. That's exactly what I was going to say. It is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I used to study to it all the time, but like, if you like, just like watch it, there's like so, so many characters and it's amazing. So there's like this funny. one girl front right gacked off her yeah. face. Yeah. So sweaty. Like her shirt's turned With the black hair. <laughs> she's like going for it. Like the girl can move, but there's like this girl <laughs> at the back and she's kind of doing like the really like boppy kind of like trying to be sexy but is moving in a really like and it's like i think it's way. early 2000s so it's just like really like awkward and everyone's wearing weird clothes and and like and there's like some annoying dudes anyway it's uh, have you watched it Do you, of course yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like big like the face. it's so funny and there's that guy um, that bald then, guy with the glasses oh my god yeah yeah king i really liked the recent fortet one from isolation that was good and then I went to one um, in Taiwan at this festival called okay. um, <laughs> Spectrum Formosus, and um, there's this. They, they had like they have like a I don't know a kind of a big techno scene in Taipei. Anyway, and that was really cool. There was some um, disconnected and some other people. Anyway, that, that was good. Nicole's one of those people in the front. <laughs> Nicole is a big mover. Like, oh my god. I, I get the same thing. People always make fun because my hair swings. I'm like, oh, get out of here. <laughs> JP? Oh, the Kate Renata one. I like, sorry, that's all I listen to. <laughs> it's, it is. I study to it, like, constantly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't listen to many mixes, so. Oh. Yeah, but I didn't really listen to it. Very. I like, because I always just click next as soon as i get bored like you know and it happens right. and i always forget and then i'm like oh i have to go back to seven minutes 42 and then you know right. yeah i just like or i'm no sometimes i follow it like the andy garvey soft center one oh, yeah. oh, wow. it's like is like friggin epic um i mean i listen to i'm listening to radio mixes all like because fbi is great i listen to like every sunset um every day during like i play back the next day and then i'll like because like then also i'm well and then all of the sunsets too i listen to everyone and then i'll um because i also like finding tracks too so like fbi or skylab no just kidding i'm not gonna yeah. make an answer that um but yeah. have it instead of that how about we go best room two radio set what's the goat room two radio set so far oh it's mm, who have we had we wait. Who we had? So first week we had honey. Yeah, yeah. Second week we had. Tim Tim was pretty good. It was quite funny because the original room two, the floors are really bouncy, and he only plays vinyl. 
And so we're like, we also love having the dancers in the background. And so very quickly, as soon as he started playing, we had to like only shuffle sideways. So no, up or down. <laughs> um, we had that week with Rent Strike. That I we've oh, got their mix online, and oh, their rent, uh, their their mix is epic. Like I've listened to it a few times. Same, right? yeah, <laughs> Riley, and, Riley, and Johnny, um, Riding. Johnny Liu, yeah, yeah. Um, and Same. who else do we have? We had um, Trad. T Red. Yeah. T Red was pretty epic. It was like very hard. <laughs> um, and then yeah, Ben's was pretty good too. Yeah. I mean, we've said we've just listed everything. Yeah. I'm a big Ben Fester fan. But I, his set was hot. Yeah. Yeah. Fester ben Fester, Tim Boyd, and Renstruck DJs. I really enjoyed the Slim set and Jassic set. That, that was, was funny. That was like, even like watching from my bedroom, like on the chat room, I was like, fuck yeah, this Actually, goes off. I, I think my, favorite, my favorite was. Uh, <laughs> oh, there it is. Um, I think my favorite actually was Venus last week. Oh, yeah. It was. And it was so funny because every mix you'd be like, oh, and it was like, dude, it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Like, it's the biggest club vibe ever, honestly. Yeah. She's like, I'm yeah. going too hard. And I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> she's the best. Um, yeah, and then final question. I always ask everyone as well. You have to neck nominate someone to come on Parry Talks. So you just got to choose someone else to get grilled. Who else you think would deserve their story being told? You can do it as if it's a, meme a roast or yeah, sentimental, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, interesting. I'm I'm obsessed with Slim Set at the moment. So. <laughs> I think uh, for me, you'd have the best conversation of your life. It's just without a doubt, Liam Ebbs. Okay, just yeah. get him on, and like you'll just yeah, get Tom and Liam on, and you'll just like talk about anything and everything. Because uh, yeah, Liam Liam can just is the most easy person to talk to ever. Yeah, yeah, I, I concur with both Big of those babe. options. Yeah, I think I'll take note. All right, <laughs> Parry talks. I don't even know what episode is. Stuff it. The sunset as well. Like yeah, I, don't know, I forgot to turn my light on in my room. <laughs> but um, hold on, we'll join you. Yeah, we'll <laughs> follow Room Two Radio on all socials. Follow Parry Talks. Follow All Mate Paz everywhere. Um, if you've listened this far, and Room Two Radio one day next year has a real life club night, and I did spoil the episode as well. Yeah, we want to like our our plan is to reunite everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So if you find me at a Room 2 Radio... closest club If you find me at a Room 2 Radio party in the future, I will double park you if you mention this episode. But yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Take care.